A beaver slaps, a rock kerplunks, and a fish splashes. But I was distracted looking at the clouds, so I'll just assume it was a fish. Welcome to The Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark, and this episode was written by Joe Horn. I sit gazing into the river in front of me, watching the fish resting now and then bolting off through the pool, only to return to the same spot. Did I spook it? Does it even notice me? One especially large individual turns sideways and flails its paddle-like tail into the stream bed, causing sand and gravel to shower the fish like so many winter snowflakes. I slip deeper into the water, up to my belly. I can feel the water squeeze against the thin fabric of my waders. The pressure of the water is relaxing, comforting, and peaceful. Water is the lifeblood of Mother Earth, and this squeeze is her motherly embrace. After fishing for so many hours, fishing becomes secondary to the experience. I find myself standing stupefied, lulled into the tranquility by the rushing water, the rhythm of the cast, the feel of the water, and the crisp, cool air in my lungs. I make a half-hearted cast into the backside of the pool and allow my sinking line some time to drop. While I wait, I watch the wind in the trees and look back to the big fish now even closer to my leg. I begin retrieving the fly with a smooth speed. As if snagged on a log, the line stops and draws tight with no movement. Just as I become convinced that this is indeed a log or rock, I begin to feel a rhythmic throbbing travel up my line and down my fly rod into my hand. The underwater movements of a large, healthy, landlocked Atlantic salmon. Maine is doubly famous when it comes to salmon. For one, Maine is the last stronghold in the country for wild sea-run Atlantic salmon. These fish venture out of their home rivers and make their way to their ancestral feeding grounds around Greenland before returning back to their natal rivers in Maine to spawn. Their populations have been so reduced because of overfishing, pollution, and dams that they are listed as federally endangered species and fishing for them is illegal. Landlocked Atlantic salmon are more often simply called landlocked salmon in Maine to help differentiate them from their sea-run brethren. These landlocked populations were stranded in inland lakes and ponds after the last ice age. With no way to get to the ocean, these fish will live most of their lives in lakes and ponds, only venturing out into rivers to either feed or spawn. Maine is fortunate enough to have several robust landlocked salmon fisheries across the state, from the McGalloway River to the east outlet of the Kennebec River to Grand Lake Stream. In the spring, these salmon are often running out of the lakes and ponds they call home during the summer and winter in order to chase an abundant meal of landlocked smelt, a little fish that is as desirable for the salmon as they are for anyone that frequents a smelt fry. Once the water in the rivers and streams warms, they will again retreat back to their lake or pond. It is right now, however, when the leaves are changing colors and frost settles into the river valleys that the water temperature drops enough to trigger the salmon to enter the rivers and streams once again. This time, however, it is not feeding that they have on their mind, but rather reproduction. These fish can be very large and brightly colored, with blazes of silver, orange, and gold that is speckled with blues and reds, colors that are as fitting on the flanks of these fish as they are in groves of maples, birches, and poplar. So this weekend, you could try your hand at catching one of these iconic and prized cold-water landlocked salmon. Just be sure you have a fishing license and pay close attention to the regulations, as this time of year the fishing is open by special seasons only and is generally accompanied by strict regulations limiting tackle and how many, if any, 
salmon you are allowed to keep. These careful restrictions allow healthy populations of these iconic fish in their home waters. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, references, contact information, photos, and information about how to subscribe to the show as a podcast by visiting archives.weru.org. Have a nature question that you want us to answer in our show? Simply reach out to us. Theme music was by a pileated woodpecker made available by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phenology. (laughs) 